Time for the Milwaukee Economy Briefing. We are joined in the studio by Dale Coinga, Senior Vice President at the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Dale, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks. Good to be back. I want to ask you about the new hotel in the Deer District. We can all kind of see it going up. It's getting closer to completion. Um, how big a deal is having this beautiful hotel going down there? Well, it's, it is a big deal, and it relates to a lot of big deals going on in Milwaukee. I mean, the Wisconsin Center District right here is expanding. We did a tour of that yesterday. It's really exciting. What that's going to allow, it's going to allow not necessarily more conventions uh, day for day, but it's going to be so large that they'll be able to have more than one event at one time. And what that does for the hotel is it gets them at capacity, right? So that and all the events that we're having here. So it's good to see those hotel options, and uh, we're seeing more and more of those deals here in Milwaukee. So when you talk about hotel space, you know, we have the RNC coming. We're hoping to get an all-star game, events that need a lot of hotel space. Now we're adding a couple hotels. Do we have too much hotel space? Are we still trying to add capacity? Do we not have enough? Are we about right for our size city? How do we evaluate hotel room space and availability. Well, there's there is a science to it, but Milwaukee's good on hotel space. I mean, you're always going to see more development because there's a natural evolution of always updating and bringing the newest and greatest and some of the older hotels will be repurposed for things, but you know, we have uh, a good hotel stock, which is why we're able to secure things like the RNC talk about an all-star game. Also, I mean, we're the city of festivals, as you know, come mm-hmm. summertime, Summerfest uh, helps fill up those hotels, so you know, we're securing these sites because we have the hotel stock, but always like to see more development because we're, we're growing on that on that front and want to have more options. And as we're trying to get people into the town and to stay at these hotels, a uh, lot of different stories about the airport have popped up over the past week. Uh, one of the ones I saw is that there are five runways, but now there's a plan to either get rid of or change two of them so it will be a more efficient three-runway system. Yeah, that last, those other two runways just weren't being utilized, less than 1%. And with the the traffic they have there, I mean, they could utilize those three runways uh, more efficiently. So when they look at the cost to maintain those, there's other things that they want to do with that money. They have a master plan at the airport. There's also really exciting news at the airport about getting a, a cargo facility there. Um, and so a lot of that cargo traffic that's right now going down to O'Hare, um, other sites to possibly get that to Mitchell Airport. And that's huge for our businesses. That's huge for our consumers to have those logistic channels come through Milwaukee. So there's a lot of exciting things going on at the airport and talked to Brian there before this interview. And it's uh, it's really exciting what they're doing there. I would, I'm going to give this plug, though, because this is very important, is use Milwaukee Airport because the more people that use Milwaukee Airport, the more direct flights we have. And that's just good for your leisure, for your pleasure. It's good for business. So uh, you know, don't don't always go down to O'Hare. Uh, use use your local airport. Use the Milwaukee airport. It's a great airport. You know what? That's a really great point. We talk about that because if you want more options, if you want more direct flights, you got to use the airport because for the airlines, it's very basic math. They decide where people are filling seats, and that's where they add capacity and where they add routes. So if you want more options out of Milwaukee, you got to use Milwaukee. Right? I mean, it's closer. The parking's cheaper. Yeah. Um, I. I I hope they're going to fix this, but, I mean, O'Hare has some significant issues they're dealing with right now um, as far as a homeless population living in the airport. It was not a pleasant experience. I was there last time. Uh, We want to arrive in Chicago. We want a vibrant O'Hare airport as well. Um, It's nice to have an international airport. It's close, but we also want to have a vibrant Milwaukee airport, and we do. It's a great experience there. It's very clean and safe, uh, reasonably priced, and so use Milwaukee Airport. How often do you fly? I fly, it's very like up and down, but probably on average, 
you know, there and back is two trips, obviously, round trips. Yeah. So I'd say about, on average, four times a month. Oh, so you fly um, quite a bit then. That's quite a bit if you're taking a couple trips, round trips a month. Yeah, well, I mean, there's uh, the Army is uh, yep. it hasn't been local for me for the last seven, eight years, so that's at least a trip there and back every month, uh, not to mention other trips in between drills, and then for business travel, and then the family wants to travel too. You yeah, know? exactly. So we're doing a family trip. My wife gave me two criteria for our spring break. She's like, I don't want to mess the passports. And I need to be somewhere with an average temperature of 80 degrees or above. And I Googled it. I was like, there's only one place in the continental United States that meets the criteria. Where? Key West. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Yeah, so the first time we're doing a family vacation down there. So, oh. And we're using the Milwaukee Airport. That sounds awesome. Are you <laughs> flying direct? Walking the walk. Yes, walking the walk. Can you fly direct from Milwaukee Airport to Key West? Uh, you Not to Key West, no. That's great, though. What a wonderful family family trip. Um, I want to go off script here and ask you about something I didn't give you any warning about because I've been reading your biography. I did last week, actually. I forgot to ask you this question. Do you mind if I ask you how you got your bronze star? No, it's fine. So, I mean, there's two types of bronze stars. There's the bronze star for valor. Yep. And there's the bronze star for just doing really good things. Yep. Um, I don't have the bronze star with valor, so I don't have any story about, like, kicking down a door and, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's no Hollywood movie here. It's still a great star. honor, though. Um, so it is probably a longer story than I have time for, but when I got to Baghdad, they said, okay, we have plenty of military intelligence officers, because I was in military intelligence. Yeah. What do you do in the civilian world? And I was like, well, I got my CPA, and I have a master's in business administration from Marquette, and they said, you are the economic officer in charge of Baghdad. So I was joking with Tim the other day, Tim Sheehy. <laughs> I said, I was like the president of the Baghdad chamber uh, in uniform in 2008. So we did all we did micro grants for small businesses. We um, privatized state-owned enterprises. I flew out literally billionaires out there to invest in Iraq. And we had significant success. Um, and that's a whole other story. It's probably even a book. But yeah. um, for executing that and for some other missions I was on, uh, the Army said you did a really, really good job, and for doing a really good job, you get the Bronze Star. So That's great Probably not a great movie for a 13-year-old. Uh, like, that was awesome. That's but a great that book, was, though. Uh, you're right. You should, write the, you should write that book. Your life. You've had a lot of really interesting experiences. It, that uh, Baghdad 2008 was right up there and probably among the most interesting. But there's a lot of experiences from that who made me who I am today. Um, the ability to work with people uh, from all different segments of America, um, I really wish, you know, especially when I see race issues, um, it breaks my heart because if America could see your military as it is presented overseas, you would be so proud of this country and how we work together and how it's just a, a great model of what America is and really proud to be part of that team then and now. And so, uh, yeah, it's a big part of my life and, uh, really appreciate what we did there. Uh, good news of the week. You going to stick with Marquette, or what's your what's your deal? I know you're a big Marquette guy, and this lady next to you is also a huge Marquette. Yeah, they're oh, looking yeah. so good. I could talk about that, but I'm going to put them in my pocket to talk about it in okay. future weeks. Uh, because we have a company that's moving to Wisconsin from California, and this is a fun one. It's called Sticky Lickets. And, uh, yeah. All right, you have my attention. Makes you smile. Uh, what in the world does sticky lickets? <laughs> well, if you just do. simply won't eat your bologna sandwich, what I do is I put a sticker on there, like a puppy paw, uh, like a cartoon, and then I'm like, "You really should eat your sandwich." You're like, "Well, eat the sticker on my sandwich." So this is geared for kids that won't eat oh. their carrots. It's a California-based company that, with uh, Wisconsin Economic Development yeah. Corps and our M7 team right here at MMAC. 
caught their attention in Wisconsin. You know, we always got to look at clusters. So when I say a city, you tell me what it is. I say Nashville, you think country music. I say Silicon Valley, you say IT. Yep. I say New York City, you say financial services. Well, when you think Wisconsin, food and beverage is a big cluster that we have. So they recognize that. They recognize the efforts we're making in a startup community. So that company's moving here to Milwaukee. Sticky Lickets. Oh, that's cool. So that's the, that's the good news of the week in our office and it. all from Milwaukee. I mean, we're attracting businesses uh, from around the country, and that's the, that's the latest and greatest one. That is great news. Dale Coing is the Senior Vice President at MMAC. It's always fun to have you here, Dale. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Thanks.